0: Praise the Lord. I want to I just talk to you for a few moments this morning. As a matter of fact, those who are watching online, we were out of commission uh, the past two weeks due to the internet and problems with ever since the hurricane. So we want to welcome you guys watching online live at uh, this moment now. So we are so glad. Man, that uh, another storm took a, a lot of things. But we are just so glad that you are here this morning. Amen. Let us get started. I want to I share with you for a few moments uh, today on the topic about about all in, all in, that we, we want to do everything for the Lord or what the Lord expects us to do in His life for Him uh, as, as believers of the, of the gospel of Jesus Christ, that we want to be all in in the things of God. We, we, wanna, we want to be receptive to what God wants us to do. And I want to speak to you for a few moments and break it down about, about accepting God's guidance, accepting God's guidance that we need to accept the guidance that God has for us. Because I believe that, that all of us have a purpose. There's a destination for each one of us. And, and I believe that if we allow the Spirit of God to really guide us and help us, not only as individuals, but over as corporate, as a, as a, as a, as a congregation, uh, there is so much potential that we have within, within our reach. But we have to g- get a hold of it. We have to allow the Spirit of God and allow the, the Holy Spirit to guide us and show us the path of where we need to do, where we need to, where we need to go as, in as a in our personal life and as a ministry. You know, as a ministry, there's a lot that goes on in ministries. There's a lot of um, uh, um, changes and things that takes place in, in, in a ministry. Think about your own personal life, how that changes. Uh, think about a ministry. A ministry goes through a lot of uh, uh, transforming itself and changes throughout the years. You know, and, and it's very important that we continue um, putting that vision forward and putting that, that purpose in our lives in the ministry. Because if not, you know what, we lose sight. We lose sight of what, what we really were here for. We lose sight of what, what is the ultimate purpose as, as a ministry. You know, what, why do we exist right here at 3005 Fanota Sassaro, north of I-4? Uh, there's more than just a church down the road that we have really uh, a great impact, a great opportunity that we can make a difference in the life of individuals, in the life of a community. Uh, this church around now will be celebrating close to 88 years of existence, I believe, um, or so. So we're, we're, is that, can you do, we're, we're, this church was established in 1935. So do the math. How many, how many are smart enough with math? 1930? Okay, 1930. So, so we're, how old are we now? Get a calculator. Ask, ask Siri. 22. 92 years. 92 years. Well, you're some, Oh, you're smart and funny. Now we're smart. 92 years. Think about it. So, so think about 92 years of existence in this area. So, really, we're, we're really as we're moving forward in what God has for us in establishing in our in our ministry. You know, it, it is amazing. So, in other words, for us to exist another an, another years or many more years for of existence, man, it, it takes people. It takes people, building, building is one thing, but it's people that makes the ministry go forward. So really to accepting God's guidance that God has for us, it involves all of us working together to accomplish that goal and accomplish that purpose. And, uh, and, uh, and that is so important. So today I want to I wanna talk to you about this topic of all in, and accepting God's guidance in our life. And we're going to spend the next few weeks, Lord willing, uh, seeing what it means to give everything over to God. With no holding back. That we can give everything to God without holding back. And we're going to start out today by learning what it means to to lay it all on the line. You know, when it comes to accepting God's guidance. In other words, if we're going to accept God's guidance, then we're going to say, God, I, I'll give it all to you. And if I, if I want you to guide my life and I guide my vision or guide our ministry, we, we have to give it all to the Lord. And, and, and I have discovered that most people don't like change. Most people don't like change, and they don't like change at home, at work, or even at church. Uh, Mark Twine once said that the only person who likes change is a wet baby. You know, and how many of that is so true? I mean, he's the only one who likes change. Hi, hello, <laughs> change me. You know, you know, and, and they're the only ones who like change. But, but sometimes we as grown-ups and adults, we don't like change. We don't like to be uh, you know, uprooted from a, from a place or ministry or, or, or our own home or, or workplace. You know, but I mean, though, sometimes that's a, uh, things happen. And, and people who are, who are resisting to change are not bad people. You know, they, they are usually not troublemakers. It's just that change makes them uncomfortable. You know, change makes them uncomfortable. We, we have a lot of changes here in our church over the years. Man, we've seen a lot of changes. You know, this, uh, this particular, uh, when I came here uh, almost 12 years ago now. And uh, I came here in the month of April, and then in the month of October, we, we made it more official. So October, uh, this month will be 12 years since we've been here. And in 12 years, we've seen a lot of transformation, a lot of changes. I've seen my, my children grow up, growing up in this church pretty much. They were all little kids when they came here. And so we've seen a lot of changes. I, I was very young and good-looking, and, and, and 12 years of dealing with Leon just about, and, and, and Brother Ron too, you know, have caused a lot of wrinkles and, 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 and so on. But, but we are still, you know, moving forward. Twelve years, think about it. Twelve years uh, here in this ministry. I remember, and I'm getting really off script now, but I remember when I first came here, when I, when I, I was coming to church here, I had friends of mine, pastor friends of mine would say, you crazy going to that church. You won't last there. You'll be there for a year. And you'll be gone. And all this, the, 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 all the negativity of, 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 you know, becoming here. And, uh, and, uh, and trust me, this is before all this stuff across the street was even built, you know. Uh, it was, it was a, not a whole lot of nothing, you know. And, and 12 years have, have been a lot of change, a lot of transformation have taken place. I've seen a lot of people come, others gone, others have been a blessing living. Uh, 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 others has been gone, others have gone to see the Lord. But I've seen, uh, what I'm saying is that there's change. Change have happened, you know, there, things happen. I'm not leaving, just relax, okay, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not leaving, I'm, I'm just making a point, but, but change happens, you know, ministry changes, ministry transforms, so in other words, for us to exist another 90 plus years, we need to continue uh, accepting the guidance of God, but what is, what are, where are guys leading us as a ministry, because for us to go further, you know what, we need to, all, all of us work together to accomplish the purpose that God has for us. And, and it happens in our, in our own lives, in, in our own homes. You know, and, all, and even in our own homes, there's a transformation that takes change, uh, takes place. You know, in your own home, you see your children grow from, from being elementary school, middle school, high school, college, getting married. Even in your own personal life, you see the, the changes that, you know, I heard say, someone said before that every five years, uh, change happens in our lives. And it is so true, every five years there's a change that, 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 that transpires and it takes place in all, in all lives. You know, and, 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 and we have to remain fresh. We have to remain uh, uh, relevant. I heard somebody say a quote the other day about Disney World. I Disney World, uh, you know, talk about, about imagination and vision of Disney World. You know, that, that, that they will never stop. As long as people can imagine, Disney will continue growing. You know what? And it is so true. They, they're continuously transforming and involving and, and, and remodeling and changing because what happened is you can get stuck. You can get stuck on, on, on the same formality and the same thing. You know what? And what happened is then becomes, you become unrelevant and, and will become unaffected in our own life. You're not even talking talk about our own personal life. You know, that's where you got to continue freshness. You know, when I went to Sam's not long ago and, and they removed everything around. You know what? And why they do that? Just to make you walk the whole store around again. They purposely remodel, and, and they move everything around every so many years. Purposely, they do that. You know, they, they, they put the soap in the back. Now they put the soap in the front. And, you know, and they do that because they want to people take new paths and take new places. And it happens in, in, the, in the ministry as well. So for us to accept guidance, the guidance of God, we, there, there's change that takes place. There's, there's transformation takes place. And, and we've seen a lot of changes even here in our ministry uh, throughout the years. I mean, a lot of changes have happened. A lot of hard work that, that people have, have, have labored uh, to see the changes you see today. Uh, you know, many years ago was not that much of, um, of, of facilities, but now have become a little gold mine in, in, in our area because of the location that we're established now. You know, years ago, I mean, it was not a whole lot. Uh, people didn't care much about it. But now th- this ministry has become a little gold mine because of uh, where we're at, you know, and the updating that we're doing. Yeah, we're still in the old buildings, but we've done pretty well updating and fixing them up. You know, maybe one day God will bless us and we'll move with a new sanctuary, new building and so on. But, but as of now, we take care of what we have, right? You know, we, we make it work and we update it and we fix it and we paint it and we polish and, 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 and we try to uh, make it as, as presentable as possible. Because at the end of the day, yeah, we, we want to take care of what God has given us. But really what matters is the people. It, it's you. You are the people. You are the congregation. You are the church of what God has for us. So in other words, leading guidance is important. You know what? In, in fact, change has always has been hard for people, people of God. The people of God, even when those changes are good, they can still be di- uh, difficult to accept. You know, we, you know what? Even when you know it's good for you, we, sometimes we don't like it, right? You don't, we don't like it. So you know I'm going somewhere here. Give me a minute or two. Um, but, but it's important that, that as, as we change his heart. Now, let's dive into the word here for a moment. Consider the nation of Israel. They have been in bondage to, to Egypt for 400 years and, and, and kept as slaves there. You see, God called Moses to lead them out of that bondage into the promised land. But some of them still resist, even though there was no doubt God was guiding them. You know, God can be working in your life. God can be doing something in your life. And God can do something marvelous in your home. And still you can question, is this really God? Is it really God working? Is it really God doing what, what, what I'm thinking? You know, I want us to look at the true story today. And, and as, as, as I think that it teaches a lot about God's guidance, His people to better and greater things. And why change? Although sometimes it's painful, it's good thing, good, a good thing to experience. Man, we don't like sometimes change, don't we? We don't like the, the, the change, but when we step out in faith, and we, are, and we know that God is working and we know God is guiding us and we know that God is placing you in that place for a reason that you can say, you know what, I might don't like it, I might don't see it, but if I hold on to God's promise, if, I, if, I'm, if I'm going to be accepting the guidance of God in my life, I'm going to see the results. Because, because God, when God moves in your life, He always takes you from where you're at and, and gives you something greater. And sometimes you don't see the results, and you don't see the process. You, you, you don't see it because you're, you're between the hallway. But, but trust me, if you trust the Lord and you hold on to the things of God, God has something in, great in store for your life. God always works something great. And sometimes we don't see it. You know, I mean, remember when I, you know, when I came to this ministry and and I kind of touched a little bit on that, you know what? Sometimes I'm like, oh, Lord Jesus, are you sure? You know, because it was different. We had a a, a great opportunities to other ministries and so on. But, but you go where God wants you to be. You know, it's, it's not what you feel, what people think where you should be. You do it because this is where God wants me to be. If God wants me across the street, He will put me across the street. But this is where God wants me now. This is where I am now because God has a plan. God has a purpose. God has a, 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 a something greater that He's not done with us yet. And, and as we pull into together to accomplish that, my Lord, will you imagine the possibilities as we work working together to further the kingdom of God? You know, just like, you know, I, I'm using like football, for example, you know, you know what, if you don't play well, you ain't going to win games. But if you play well and, and, and you work hard and, and, and you invest in training and, and work, you're going to win games. You know what, and same thing with ministry that we, that we just don't come to church just to come to church. But say, God, how can I make a difference in my, in my, in my church? What can I do to to impact it and make it greater than it is and and, and impact the ministry? That, Lord, you want to take us to something great, that there are people who need to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. There's my my own loved ones. You have family right now who might be aware from God that you can say, how can I plug in and, and, and make it better? Because I know, God, you have a plan. You know what? The older I'm getting, my life's supposed to get easier but my Lord, you know, you know, you know, we, we, we need to get involved. We need to get help in areas of ministry. And this is what was going on here was happening. That they, they said, man, yes, it's painful and and we don't like it, but I know that it but it's going to be a good experience. And and here they, God was guiding the people of Israel from the bondage of Egypt. And they, was, and they were seeing what God was doing in their life and, and how God was bringing them out of captivity. And still they were questioning, is God really doing this? You know, how many times we question God? You know, God opened the door of opportunities in our life. God opens the blessings in our life. God, God moved things or put things in, you know, and, and we wonder still, is it God? You know, God works. God works in our life and sometimes it works in mysterious ways right we don't always see it let me talk to you about God, God's guidance through vision I believe this is so important God guides us to do things that we never have thought on our own you know sometimes God will guide us through things that we think I just don't know if that's gonna work or, or you heard people say well we've never done it this way before you know or we've never got, gone this way You know, because sometimes, how many know that, you know, if it was easy, anybody can do it. But when God gives you a vision, God gives you something in your life that you say, man, this is beyond my abilities. This is beyond my own strength. This is my own thing that I can do. Then you know God's working. That God is doing something marvelous in your life and something great in your life. When you learn to say, God, you're going to guide me through vision and and through this vision in my life. God helped us to see That what we thought was impossible is indeed possible when we relied on Him. You know what? Yes, it becomes impossible, but when you relied on Him, it becomes possible. You know, the possibilities are much better when you have God on your side. When God's on your side, the possibilities are greater and much better when you allow the Spirit of God to say, God, you're going to show me and you're going to guide me through clear you know, direction because you're going to guide me through, through this vision. And if we're willing to have eyes and ears that are receptive to his voice, God will show us how we can accomplish great things for his kingdom. This is what it boils down to that we have gathered here this morning. Yes, you've been edified and you're being uplifted and you're being encouraged through the worship and through the teaching and all the preaching of the word and that's a wonderful thing but what are we going to do afterwards what are we going to do when we receive the message of hope into our life that hopefully that we can take it out to our to our neighborhood to our home and we share the great things of God and what God has been doing and what God is doing in your own home in your own life it brings change. It brings change because if we don't get a hold of this vision, you know, even though I'm talking even about your own life, church is not a thing right now, but personal life, man, if you, don't get, if you don't get vision for your life, guess what? You end up getting in trouble. An idle mind gets in trouble. And you have to have vision in your life and purpose in your life and a destiny in your life, because if not, if you lose hope, and if you lose vision, you know, my friend, it's very easy for us to get very sidetracked, and and forget what's the ultimate purpose of life existence really is, or was all about. It happens a lot. People lose their mind, because they have no understanding of a greater purpose in their life. And if you don't catch that vision, what is my vision? It doesn't matter if you're in your 20s, in your 30s, your 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70s, or 80s. There's still a, a purpose for each one of us, and, that, and that's going through that vision. And we see this clearly in, in Exodus, experience of Israel. We simply cannot overstate the significance of the Exodus of Israel as revealed in the Word of God. 600,000 Hebrew men with their families and animals, left Egypt and walked to their destinies. Well, over a million, over a a million people were faced with the biggest change of their lives. Think about it. All they ever known was to be a slave. All they ever known is to, to, to serve the Egyptian people. As slaves, that's all they ever known. You know that generation grew up knowing all they ever known what it was to be a slave, and now they're experiencing something marvelous from God and deliverance from God. And here, in their their experience, over a million people, their life was changed. God showed His people through Moses that we that He was there for them. God worked in their situation. By sending plagues upon Egypt. And not only did the slaves force, force Egypt to leave. The Egyptians requested that they leave. Think about it. Not only God say, I'm going to make a way for you. The Egyptians were saying, hey, get you get out of here. We, we want you to leave. Not only did they request them to leave. They even pay them to leave. Think about it. I mean, they, they give them gold and silver and stuff for them to get out of here. Think about how God works you know what I mean? It's like, man, it's just that, you know, what, what they thought was a bad thing can become a good thing for them. You know, all this favor came upon them. And while some of the people were still slow to see God's hand, the majority saw that God was giving them a vision for their future. And when they left Egypt and headed toward the Red Sea, God himself is known. The Bible tells us and in, in, in Exodus Thirteen, twenty-one, twenty-two says the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead them along the way and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light and then and, and they and that they may travel by day and by night the pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night and they and they, they did not depart from the people from before the people. Think about it. God was manifesting themselves, showing to them, listen, even through what you're going through, I am by your side. And, and there was the, 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 the pillar of cloud and the pillar of fire, and day and night, God was guiding them. You know, can you imagine the Spirit of God guiding you day, 24 hours a day, and, and He's showing you the way. He's showing you the path and, and where you need to go and, where, and what you need to do. You know, no question about it because it was so relevant before before you that, you know what? It's like your wife leading you everywhere and, and just showing you where to go. Have men ever got lost? Have you ever got lost? Maybe once. And, and your wife telling you, don't turn left, turn right. But you know everything, right? You are never wrong because you know the directions better than anyone else because you are a man. And we men know everything. Nobody tells us when we're wrong. And if, you have, if I have to turn around five miles later, at uh, the next exit, I'm meant to do that. That was part of the plan. Thank you, Lynn. You were good this morning for that. That, 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 that was part of the plan. Yes. But here they had the Spirit of God. Imagine, the Spirit of God was guiding them. I mean, he, the, the, the pillar and the cloud was guiding them. I don't think God has ever gotten out of the vision business. God is still in the vision business. In fact, I believe that He is revealing Himself today as a vivid of ways as He did with the Israelites. I believe God is showing us today through his vision. God is showing us today through his word. God is showing us today through the worship. God God revealed himself to us vision of who he is in our life. But we have to tap into what God has in store for us because sometimes we get so busy with the things of the world, the things of life that we we, we forget to neglect. We, We neglect what God is trying to show us in our lives. You know, as a matter of fact, sometimes, and not, not, not making anyone feel bad, but I'm just saying, sometimes we don't think of God until we come to church the next Sunday. You know, we, because neither that we're bad people, we just get, we get busy with life, and we think of things, and you know what, and then church comes around, oh yeah, I, I, that, that was God, yes. You know what, it happens to all of us, but God is still in the vision Business, he have not walked out. He have not left that. As a matter of fact, God still shows His way to us even today. God is calling His church today to a greater vision, a greater commitment, a greater outpouring of the Holy Spirit, and has and, and that have ever seen in the past. I believe that God has greater things in store for us than ever before. You know what, what the past plus 90 years was a wonderful experience and a wonderful thing. But now, I believe the times that we're living today, that we have the greater opportunity to tap into greater things. You know, the technology that we have, the, you know what, the, 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 the things that we have today. There are so much more avail- uh, abilities for us that we can do greater things. There is greater vision for our lives but we as a church got to get a hold of it we have even as an individual in your own personal life man that we that we change the way we see things and say god you have something great in store for our ministries and for our church man you imagine the possibilities of uh, if, if this church was overflowed and trust me, we have a great number of people if everybody show up at the same time I mean, there are those who come four, 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 four times out of the month, but then those those who come only once time out of the month. You know, imagine everybody shows up. We will have to have triple services to show up on a Sunday morning. Wouldn't that be a wonderful problem to have? I mean, but, but you know what? We just got we, we to get them. You know what? We have to get them in church. We have to encourage them and invite. It's, it's not, was it the preacher's job? No, it's not the preacher's job. It's all of us' job. My job is to teach and equip you, and the rest of you, your job is to do the work. That's biblically. You know what? You, you need to invite and bring people, you know, to the house of God, you know? That, that is important, you know, that we, we do that. It, it's not about, it's not about, um, Uh, you know well making me he's hurting my feelings well don't 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 get your feelings hurt you know because I believe that that God has something great and sometimes we miss it we miss the the potential and the possibility that God has for us in in each one of us that everything that we do we need to do with excellence you know what you know what have caused the the uh, in the past few years it caused a little bit and I'm going to be honest this morning because it's it, 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 it has been a, a thorn on my side. You know what has happened? People have got lazy. People have got lazy. Ever since COVID, it, people have got lazy. I'm telling you, I, I'm telling you, I, there's no, let me get off my notes here. People have no, and I'm not talking about you, you guys, you, I'm not talking about you because you guys are perfect here north of I-4 <laughs> on the Norte room. But you know what, ever since COVID, and, and, and I get it, trust me, it's so easy, it's so easy to get out of rhythm, out of routine. It's so easy. You know what, even, even if you look at Go to the store, go to a restaurant, go to a place. Even the customer service is not there like it used to be. It's not. I went to a restaurant last night, local restaurant. I waited almost an hour and a half to get my food after I placed the order. You know why? Because they didn't have enough workers. Enough workers. You know what? And nothing against nobody. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not pointing fingers. I'm just talking about the reality was what's happening today. And you know what? That mindset of the world has creeped into the ministries too. have creeped into the, 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 the church, that mindset. You know what? That we, as a matter of fact, we, we, the church, needs to be the opposite. We need to be the first runners. We need to be the front runners and, 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 and everything we do in excellence for the kingdom of God. That we need to show an example what it means to, to serve in the kingdom of God. What it means to be... Oh, oh Lord, I... I'm, I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't say, I can't say. You, you guys get in. Somebody's going to get offended. Somebody's going to get mad. and You know what? I, I'm just, I just preach so Jesus loves you all the, all the time. You're going to go to heaven. You're saved by grace. You can be a lazy butt and be saved by grace. You're going to heaven. If that's what you want, that's what you'll get. But how I many know that's not what God wants? I mean, it's, it's excellence that we work. You know what? If you... Oh, my Lord. Can, can I? Can I? On, if you come to church, if you come with a mindset to church, like you go... If you go to work like that, you don't go to work with a mindset you come to church. You get your butt fire at, at work. Oh, on, but... I, I, oh, Lord. On, I, I wish you an air, <laughs> uh, You know, but... But you know what? You you can't have that mindset. You, you can't go to work and say, well, I don't feel like going to work. No, you you, you know what they'll tell you? If it's a good place, they'll tell you, you go and stay home. We'll find somebody else. Yeah. You know what? But the kingdom of God, you know, and I'm not just talking our, our church. I'm just talking church in general. Trust me, I talk to a lot of pastors, friends of mine. They have all the time have a lot of problems. Big problems. We, we have not experienced a problem here. But we don't want to get there. That's what I'm trying to avoid. It's not that we have a problem here. Trust me, we have maybe we have a great show up this morning for a volunteers meeting. People have texted me, "Listen, I can't make it, but you can count on me." See, that's that's cool. That's great, you know. But I'm talking about people who just the mindset of, of what's happening in our nation. We cannot guide, you know, envision. In, and understand the, the ultimate purpose that God has for us with, with an idle mentality. Man, even, even ministry needs to be excellent. Everything we do in excellent. Every time I get on this pulpit, I do my best and I, I pray the Lord is a God, help me to deliver the message with excellence. Help me to, to do what you've called me to do. Because there are people, there are souls in the balance. There are people that it will, they will, you know what, people can make up their mind in the first five minutes if they're going to come back to your church or not. You know, in the four or five minutes, they can determine I'm coming back to this church or they can say I'm not coming back to this church. And you know where it starts? Not from the pulpit. It starts all from the parking lot. From the parking lot, how the people view and they greet each other, how people talk to each other, and how the people make them welcome and accepted and, 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 and a smile in their faces. You know, that's why you don't put a grumpy people to be a a greeter. You cannot put a grumpy people to be a greeter because nobody will come back. Remember the old days when they had a little greeting lady in the Walmart way out? She had had always had a smile and she was friendly. You know what? That's that the ministry is, that we strive for excellence in everything we do. My Lord, church, that we have the potential. We have the potential, man, you know what, not only, oh my Lord, can I even go further, not only in the English p- possibilities, but even in the Spanish uh, possibilities that we have too. My Lord, we have, we can tap into to the two areas. You know, we have a lot of Hispanic people in our ministry as well. You know, and, and gracias a Dios, and praise God for that. You know what, but we need to understand that w- w- there is a whole lot of, things in, in in purpose that we can accomplish but we cannot get lazy. Lazy cannot be acceptable for for excellence in the kingdom of God. Then we accomplish great things. You know what who who was talking about lazy oh, pastor Eric was talking about lazy his children you know at home. You know what I've met his dad. I remember his dad. He was a, he was a, he was in the military and and he was he was strict. You know what? And he he, he didn't he didn't tolerate laziness. You know, and I think that's so important that we take the same mind, mind the, the same mindset in the kingdom of God that we strive for excellence in everything we do. You know that each one of us have a a purpose. All of us have a a, a place. I believe that everybody in the kingdom of God, even in this church right now, everybody has a place to do something. To do something. We all can do something. And you know why I'm preaching this on? Because month is a, is, a, is a pastor appreciation month. So you're going to forgive me this month? Because today is my month. Today's my month to, to, to share my feelings and my frustration and my anger. <laughs> Amen? Because if I don't, I will explode. Water heaters have a, a, a pressure valve because when water heaters get hot, it gets what Psh, explode. You don't want your pastor to lose his mind. I know a lot of things about you. I'm just kidding. But I'm serious. I mean, that's, that's what it's all about. That we work further for the kingdom of God. That we accomplish. And I get it. Trust me. I get it. It's not It's not everybody you know it's been said that only 20% do 80% of the work in the kin- in the in the church 20%. imagine that we had 40% 50% of the people involved. and and i know we need we need we need helpers. we need helpers to further further the kingdom of god. you know i know starting off we need nursery workers. you know we need people who volunteer in the nursery. He said, well, I don't have children. I don't have children. It doesn't matter. Get involved. There's places to get involved in, in the vision. So let me just wrap this up because I'm not to finish my sermon today. Um, but you know what? What I'm trying to say is that God, God is working miracles. He's still changing lives and still imparting his vision on those that are willing to step in faith. Man, we want to be a church that steps out in faith. Amen? That's, that's what I'm trying to say. I said all that to say that we want to be a church that steps out in faith, that we want to see the, 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 the supernatural and see possibilities for his kingdom. That, that's how we are as a congregation, as a church, man, that we want to see a whole lot of things happening. Let's bow our heads for a moment. Heavenly Father, we just thank you this morning, God, for, for your word, Father, that we want to we wanna be guided by your Holy Spirit as a, as a congregation, as individuals, in our workplace, in our families, Father, as a husband or a wife. Lord, that we want to be guided by you, Father. And this morning, Lord, we thank you. We thank you for for what you have done and what you're doing, Father. We magnify your name, Lord. Let us be a church, Lord, in the last days that uh, before your coming, Lord. Let us be a church that is busy for the kingdom of God. Let us be a a, a people that that sees your your purpose and your vision father that we get behind the vision of the church god the vision of what god what what you're taking us lord and and lord we just thank you for what you're going to do and what you continue doing in the mighty name of jesus christ we pray amen